Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a quarter away from one o'clock here on SENZ and uh, Sunday afternoons. Of course, yesterday we saw the Phoenix play in Palmy uh, for the first time since 2009. Part of the call team on Sky was Paul Eiffel, former Phoenix player, former uh, Millwall FA Cup finalist. Got to bring that up, Paul. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Good. Uh, I'm going to say we heard from um, Ufuk Tale uh, earlier in the show, played uh, some of the press conference. He certainly said that he thought the officials sort of were the ones that really affected the result. Phoenix probably should have won that game if it wasn't for what has to be considered a dubious red card. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've, I've watched it, watched it back, obviously watched it during the commentary. Um, and you have to be a little impartial. But um, I, for me... They, you know, you use the word obvious, um, and it wasn't obvious. I thought that he's made a decision on the pitch. I didn't think it needed to be uh, sent to VAR, really. Um, it was nothing that said to me that he had to be sent off. So, really difficult, probably, for Vitale to take. Um, Phoenix were pretty good up to that point, and it certainly did change the outcome of the game. Yeah, it definitely did, mate. And I, I mean, I don't know. I know the Phoenix. Um, it almost seems, even coming from someone like David Dome, that they're a bit jaded by the whole process of going through and and trying to overturn red cards. Uh, so it'll be interesting, given you know Scott Wooten's still injured, injured, if they try and do that ahead of Friday's game against the Victory. Yeah, it's, it's difficult because you know the rules and regs make it so hard to overturn it, um, and you can actually get you know games added, which it seems ridiculous to me. I mean, in a in a decision like that one. Um, you can clearly see that there was not really too much intent. Um, and I think the referee got it wrong, but it, it, it just becomes so difficult to try and overturn it that you end up thinking, well, let's just take them one game and, and get on with it. Now, this Friday we play, uh, or the Phoenix play the uh, the victory over there. Um, it'll be without Clayton Lewis, who is a big miss um, as well. Scott Wooten, as far as we know, probably won't be there. Tim Payne probably won't be there Um little bit under strength and probably a game given where the victory are that the Phoenix need to win. Yeah, definitely. But I think it's one that if you won an away game, you won an away game against a team that are struggling to perform. So um, it's not the hardest away game. And I think somebody like Finn Sermon, who did manage to get 30 odd minutes at the weekend and, and did pretty well, I think he'll be able to come into the team and, and hopefully fill the gaps that are going to be missing. So I, I don't see it as too... It's a, it's a big loss losing Tim Payne, but I think Finn Sermon has probably been chomping at the bit to, to get an opportunity and this is it. Uh, the um, other thing is that there's a bloke called Callan Elliott who plays right back that I know you know a lot about. Uh, the most assists in the A-League this season. He's really come good this season, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. I've had a you know, good couple of catch-ups with him and, and it's nice to see that he's putting the, the hard yards behind the scenes. He knew with the likes of Zavada and, and Kwayev coming in this year, two big boys that are you know, two of crosses, that he had to make sure that his crosses were on point. I think you can see that hard work's paying off, which is, which is nice. You know, it, it doesn't always, um, and certainly it does take time, but I think he's hit the ground running 
this season. He looks fitter, looks stronger, and uh, I think defensively he's come on as well. So it's it's nice to see him chipping in one end with the assist, but also nice to see him doing one in this sort of one-on-one duels as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. The the women get uh, underway at six o'clock today. Their game being postponed by twenty-five hours due to weather and and, and travel interruptions. Uh, coming off a great win, uh, got to go to Brisbane and do it all over again. How do you think Natalie's uh, bringing that side on? Yeah, it's going to be tough over there, to be honest, um, against a decent Brisbane, Brisbane side. But um, after last week's, you know, I think it was an out of the blue. I was, well, was it out of the blue? I think they'd been knocking on the door of, of, of improving. Um, but I didn't see a 5-0 result like that sort of coming. So it's nice for them to, to do that. Can they go and back that up now? That's the thing. Um, it'll be nice to see them sort of grab some points and try and find their way off the bottom of the table. It will be. We'll have to uh, stay tuned for that one later on today. Let's talk a bit of FA Cup while we've got you, Paul. Of course, uh, fourth round, uh, Spurs and United got it done pretty comfortably tonight. So did uh, overnight. So did Leeds. So no real stresses for the, any of the Premier League sides except for Fulham. Yeah, no, no big surprises really. Um, I, United, I think, were nil nil at half time. So it was it was tight to half time, but then they they did well. Two goals quickly from Casemiro were, were the difference really. So. Um, you know, you expect, especially uh, teams like that, to be able to go through to the latter stage of this competition. But it's nice to see teams taking it seriously a little bit earlier in the competition. Yeah, it is. Still played a pretty, both teams played a pretty decent side, and um, you know that in the past that has been something that some coaches at the bigger clubs sort of you know take a view. Well, it's only the FA Cup where yeah, I think it's the biggest you know cup competition or domestic cup competition in the world. Yeah, hundred percent. And the other thing is, uh, I wanted to ask you too. You mentioned Casemiro scoring two there. Uh, I thought it was funny that Graham Souness, who you could argue <laughs> potentially has a has an agenda, um, when United signed him, said he's not a world class player. He's just surrounded by world class players. But man, what a difference he's made! I think Souness is just one of those grumpy old men. You know, I hope I don't end up going the same route. But it's it's just because football's a little bit new, a little bit fresh, and he's. He's obviously not up to speed. He obviously hasn't watched enough of Casemiro to know what he brings. I mean, he's a fantastic footballer in his own right. Um, you don't end up playing in a Real Madrid midfield if you can't play, put it that way. Um, and I think Souness probably needs to get out and watch a bit more football. Yeah, or, or retire. Or, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, uh, uh, a Kiwi uh, involved uh, in this in this round of the FA Cup is Max Crokem in goal for Grimsby, who are in the fourth tier. Uh, they played a two-all draw at Luton, so they get a replay uh, back at Grimsby, which is, has got to be good for them. And actually, plenty of draws in this round so far. Yeah, look, I think I think for for Max and, and the Grimsby team, they'd be buzzing to get them back to their place. I mean, I've played at Grimsby; it's not not an easy place to go, and I think Luton will be thinking maybe they can slip there, not not getting that job done at home. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Grimsby beat him in the, in the return leg. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed we can get him into, into round five. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Burnley, Ipswich also drew, so did Sheffield Wednesday uh, and Fleetwood. So there's plenty of um, replays. Uh, the other one, oh, Blackburn, Bourne, uh, Birmingham, I should say, and Fulham uh, drew with Sunderland in London. Now, they have got to go uh, to Sunderland to replay that, and Sunderland have been going pretty well in the third tier, uh, sorry, in the in the second tier. Uh, they, they, go, they go all right at the moment. This could be a game that um, that goes might go south a bit for Fulham going away there. Yeah, I'd agree with you. That's a really, really tough place to go. I mean, Sunderland are a decent side. There'd be amazing home support for that game as well. So, uh, yeah, I think Fulham may come unstuck. 
Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that one, mate. And uh, just before you go, we've got a couple of games tomorrow, um, including Brighton versus Liverpool. Um, this one on the coast, we know what happened last time. Uh, Brighton 3, Liverpool 0. Uh, they've played twice already this season in the league, and Liverpool haven't won yet. Things aren't going well under Klopp. Do you, what chance do you give Liverpool to get into the fifth round here? No, I think Brighton can turn them over. I think, I think De Zerbe's done an unbelievable job there. Obviously, the fans were really disappointed when Potter uh, made his way to Chelsea, which hasn't worked out for him. But De Zerbe came in, probably unheralded, you know, people who is De Zerbe, but his football has been fantastic. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were to, to knock them out and, 